Welcome to the guest editor Q&A hosted by the Academy of American Poets. I'm Mary Sutton, senior content editor at the Academy, and I'm here today with the guest editor for December, Claudia Rankin. Claudia is the author of Citizen, an American Lyric, and Just Us, an American Conversation. Claudia, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining. Well, thank, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is a, a special pleasure for me because I'm, I'm a fan, um, a deep admirer of, of your work. And um, I hope we can talk a little bit about um, some of your work in addition to your curation uh, during this interview. But let's jump right in. Uh, how did you approach curating Palma Day for December? Well, it's very simple. I just thought, who are the poets I would love to contact and get a new poem from because I'm always waiting for the next book or the next poem or the next thing to show up here or anywhere. So I, it, those people just came to mind because I have been avid readers of them um, for years. And then there were a few new people who I'm very interested in. If you could direct our readers uh, to one poem or more poems on poets.org that you haven't curated, what would they be and why? Well, you know, a very good friend of mine, Saskia Hamilton, passed away recently. And I think when um, a poet passes, you worry that their work um, will not appear in the public because they're not there to put it forward. So I would actually direct everyone to the work of Saskia Hamilton on the site because she is an incredible poet who um, has the uncanny ability to bring language to silence. And I know that sounds odd, but you read her poems and you still feel the silence in the room. And um, On the Ground is one of my favorites that's on your website. Would you be interested in, in reading that poem or? Sure. I'd love that. On the Ground by Saskia Hamilton. When the collie saw the child break from the crowd, he gave chase. And since they both were border crossers, they left this world. We were then made of, affronted by silence. The train passed post five Paris, late arrival, no luck, no enlarging commentary magnified in any glass. The ineffable is everywhere in language. The speaker had said in the huge hall where I sat among cougars, students in the late February of that year at the end of a sinuous inquiry on sense and sound. And very close to the ground, he'd said, like mist risen above the feet of animals in a far field north of here. That line, um, the ineffable is everywhere in language it is, is so, so resonant. Um, it reminds me of uh, an interview that you gave with the Paris Review 
some years ago in which you mentioned that in regard to your own work, you're less interested in stories, which is why you write poetry in the first place. Um, and very often when you're listening to people in conversations, you're less interested in what they're saying because you said that the speech is the performance. What you're interested in is, is what they're feeling. Uh, and, and how the speech really gets to to what they might be feeling. Um, so beyond the, the curation uh, that you're doing for us in, in December, you have also edited uh, other other anthologies. When when you're curating poems, uh, do you also still um, have that interest in looking at poems that are getting to not not so much providing us with, with narratives, but trying to really get at the meat of what people are feeling, at the things, um, at, at, at the emotions that might exist uh, between the lines, if you will. That's a perfect way of saying it, because I, I feel like poetry has the privilege of living in non-narrative space. And, um, and I know there are great narrative poems, um, but I, I personally love poems that draw out what's hidden behind the language, what's hidden in the silences, in the in-betweenness, the liminal spaces, the looks, the gestures that we bring to each other. And when I find a poet, I feel, who lives in the arena of the human capacity to feel all time. You know, because I think when we feel, we're not feeling only the moment in front of us, we're often feeling into the kind of depth of everything that has happened and everything we can imagine will happen. And so that that ability is is what I'm 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 looking for. Though I must say you you do create um great stories or, or narratives. I'm, I'm thinking particularly about Just Us, which is my favorite of, of your books. And there is a moment uh, that you relate in that book that is just indelible in, in my imagination. And it's when you were in the airport and you were observing this, this white couple um, and the, the wife wasn't moving fast enough for the husband. Uh, and the husband called her stupid and you went over to the woman and I, I, I guess, you know, maybe flabbergasted by, by what you heard uh, so openly and asked him, you know, did he just call you stupid? Um, and I, I, I think that a moment like that really gets at what, what you just mentioned um, about not just what people are feeling right now, but all of the other feelings uh, that encompass that moment, all of the other things, the experiences uh, behind that very abusive comment. I, you know, whenever I, whenever I think of, of, of your book, um, that, that is a moment that, that is really indelible um, in, in my consciousness. And um, I mean, I, I don't know if I would have been emboldened enough uh, to 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 enter 
that space uh, in the airport and, and go to that woman and, and give her the comfort that she definitely needed uh, in that moment. But that, that moment really sticks with me from that book. And, you know, I think moments like that, they, they land in us because they reverberate backwards. And, um, and we, we have encountered them, we have seen them, we understand the violence inherent in them. And so it's, it's almost like um, standing around when somebody's being slapped, you know, <laughs> you're just like, whoa. And um, so it's hard not to feel the feeling, even if it's being directed at another. Indeed. Uh, and I think it's important to, to feel the feeling, even when it's been being directed at another. Um, to shift a little bit, who or what are you reading right now? You know, I'm in the lucky position of um, being a friend of Jericho Brown's. And um, so I have been able to um, have access to his new poems and they are so incredible. You know, poems where you're just like, it's not even, I don't even feel jealous because I couldn't write them. You know, like, <laughs> It's beyond that feeling. It's, it's just bow down, bow down to this. And um, so I'm really, I, I, I have been looking at them and they're out on the table and I've been reading them and I am just, you know, he, every book he writes is, it does and goes places you didn't imagine. And, um, and his sense of humor, which I really, really appreciate is there and the generosity and the vulnerability that is apparent in the work is just glorious. So that's that's my luck of these days, you know, to be to have access to those new poems. That is very lucky, and he is he is a delight. Um, I've enjoyed working with him in the past. Um, what are you working on now in your writing, teaching, and publishing life? You know, I. Um, I haven't written anything in a while, and but then I I was in Rome and I started writing about couches, and I'm oh. <laughs> I'm really that's been my obsession of late because I was thinking how um, you know people say that thing they say all you need is a table a chair and a bed like no you need a couch. <laughs> <laughs> because you need a place to collapse. You need a place where you know you're going to get up from. And, um, but that can, that can break the fall. And so I am, that's what I'm doing. I'm writing about couches. Well, that's interesting. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> no one's ever it's it's very I don't think I've ever heard of a poet um, writing about furniture uh, <laughs> and, and, and one particular piece of, of furniture before so so if if you if you ever do publish that I, I'm definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's gonna publish that I mean it's you know, the new work um it exists between poetry and prose as much as my work does and um it's in there with memoir and fabulation and fiction 
and um it's just everywhere and um still in conversation with images and history and couches you know that is the fact of the matter <laughs> well again i would be delighted to to see that book and i want to thank you so much again uh, for joining me today this has been a great talk thank you thank you and thank you for the 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 gift the pleasure of being able to connect with poets I love and to be able to read some of their new work and um, to pass them on to you. Wonderful. Poem A Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new poems by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poem A Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org slash give.